five, four, three, two, one. Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble in Love Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. And if you're not familiar with the show, since we do have some new listeners out there, uh, we're just two dudes who pick out movies and we talk about it. And sometimes we talk about a little bit of gaming here and there. And uh, also, uh, we talk about movie news. I have a couple of news that we're going to talk about today. But the the movie that we're going to be doing is Andy's pick. And Andy, what was your pick this week? I chose Throne of Blood from 1957. And it was actually interesting. We'll get into that a little bit. But uh, Andy, what the hell have you been playing or watching? Um, I haven't done anything really that interesting this week. Uh, all my free time has been taken up. I've been alternating between Mario plus Rabbids on the Switch, which mm. is a ton of fun. I think I'm about to beat it. I only have a few things left. And reading a book, Neuromancer. Ooh. I have to actually get back to my reading. It's just been a hectic week all week. Because yeah, I, haven't, I haven't read a book like for leisure in a long time, like at least in a year. And I was reading. It's kind of weird because I cannot remember why, but like something was like a list of sci-fi books or a list of of cyberpunk books or something. Mm-hmm. And I I read like the the briefest description of this, and I was like, yeah, it sounds cool. And I ordered it on Amazon, and I just got the mass market paperback, so it's like six bucks. It was here in two days. And that day, I decided, yeah, I guess I'll start reading it. And it's really good. Like, it, it has really successfully sucked me in. So, a lot of my free time, I've been trying to read it. Yeah. Um, I got. I should have jumped on the Mario Plus Rabbids sale. That was like $10 off on the, the store. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, by the way, kind of a little bit of news. But apparently, this week, we're supposed to get a full-on direct. So Really? Uh, they're saying the 16th that that's our rumors and uh, Nintendo's kind of been hinting at it kind of like how they hinted at the the mini direct that they did yeah the other one they kind of like dropped like a couple specific stuff on Facebook and and Twitter and stuff like that I'm excited apparently people have figured out that the new Metroid game is coming from Bando Nam- Bandai Namco Bando mm-hmm. Namkai <laughs> and uh, I suspect maybe that means we'll see something like if people are starting to, to see stuff turn up about it maybe there will be a, a teaser or something in this direct because i really i'm really curious to see what it looks like because all the prime games it's like not well, i only played the first one but it's like i liked it but i didn't love it you know mm-hmm. and there's so been curious. and there's been talk about job openings for the the pokemon game and stuff um, yeah. so yeah, like, they're thinking they're thinking December release date for Pokemon. Sweet. Probably. But, I don't know. We, we don't know anything about it, but, I mean, that'll make a lot of money for Nintendo. Yep. And on me, on the other hand, um, because work has been a little hectic and I was a little under the weather because the stupid little flu season is, is still going around and affecting me somehow. But uh, I've been playing Neverwinter. And how I could describe Neverwinter is it's free to play. Uh, it's available on PC, Xbox One, uh, and PlayStation 4. It's kind of like Marvel Heroes and also Diablo. I call it the poor man's Diablo. And apparently it's part of the Dungeons and Dragons like campaigns and stuff. Yeah, Neverwinter's a location in Faerun. Yeah, so I picked a wood elf 
she's female. I call her Rhonda Rousey. I spelled it R O W S E Y. Hilarious. And um, it's it's pretty fun. Like the voice acting is pretty good. The graphics are not that great, but that's what you get for like a free to play. And I saw that you had that on the the document here, Neverwinter. And at first, I got a little excited because I thought maybe you'd got like one of those beta keys they're re-releasing um neverwinter nights mm-hmm. did i say that right oh my god <laughs> the good old google's come out yeah but uh it was um yeah that's right neverwinter nights was an rpg that came out on the pc in like the early 2000s and it kicked ass but um what's the name of that company something dog dog something whatever they're they're redoing all the old Dungeons and Dragons games. They most recently did Torment, which was fantastic, and I was real excited. Neverwinter Nights is coming out again, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's kind of weird a little bit because you know Dungeons and Dragons back then is like if you played that, you were just like a fucking nerd, and now it's like it's everywhere. Everybody wants to play it. It's on Twitch. Uh, I think it has successfully penetrated more of like mainstream culture, like. People were like, oh, it's like Dungeons & Dragons is back. Dungeons & Dragons never went anywhere, man. It's always been around. It's just now it's like the kids and uh, Stranger Things are playing it. And, oh, Vin Diesel plays D&D. Oh, so now I know what it is. I, I think it's just it's starting to become more in the public eye. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because, you know, we all wanted superhero movies to happen, and then it, now it's getting oversaturated. Do you think Dungeons & Dragons could get oversaturated with a lot of Maybe. people? I don't think it's going to happen soon, though. Uh, D&D 5.0 is a lot of fun. At least I think so. Everyone has their own opinion. Apparently, they're making a Dungeons & Dragons movie. I mean, I know they already did. They made that live-action abortion. But now they're <laughs> going to make... I think it was supposed to be CG. I don't know. They just, someone has the rights, and someone's writing something for someone. I don't know, whatever. Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the game is pretty fun. Uh, the only thing I hate about like free to play is like certain things. Like there's slot. You know, like in World of Warcraft, like if you press the number one or two key, like you have more abilities for your character. You have to unlock it with like. Uh, gold or bronze and all that silver crystals and in order to do that you have to pay for it so that's the only thing i hate about it but it's just a play though right yeah it's free to play they gotta make money somewhere yeah so like it it doesn't really matter you could have two slots like i have because i'm an archer uh i have like a single shot and a multi-shot and then i have my special which is like something shoots out of my fucking chest (laughs) it looks like a dragon and shit it's cool um, and you get to choose your alliance and stuff, just like how you create your character in every D and D campaign. So, uh, check it out. It's free. You know, it's what free. Class, for... What class is your elf? Um, uh, hunter something. Mm, that doesn't sound like a D and D thing. Hunter range. I don't know. Ranger. You're a ranger. Ranger. Yeah, ranger. There you go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it has. It has like some D classes and then there's like made up ones it looked like maybe yeah but uh that's all i've been doing and obviously i've been working on my own projects and work you know making sure that big trouble little po- podcast is uh 
nice for Podbean and iTunes, which I see a lot of people have been downloading. So I see you people. Yeah, we get metrics. You're you're all figures now. Yeah, the lurking is now. You, you've been exposed. Uh, I would really like you guys to like comment on uh, some of the episodes, even if you do find it like terrible. Some of our podcasts, I would like to know. So, if you don't like something, tell us so we can ignore it like blatantly <laughs> and just keep on going. No, but in all seriously seriousness, uh, I would want. Uh, no feedback so that we can yeah, make, totally. make if you better. like something if you hate something uh recommend a movie maybe we'll watch it yeah and you know maybe your movie will be the next choice speaking of movies andy what movie did we watch this week actually we already said it already Th- throne of blood <laughs> throne of blood throne of blood it is a japanese movie from 1957 directed by akira kurosawa starring toshiro mufune and um uh, what's her name i can't remember it uh isuza yamada <laughs> <laughs> i'm not attempting to say any well. of these mufune, words i know well Mifune's awesome but apparently she was pretty famous at the time Mifune stayed famous for the next decade or two Mm-hmm. she might have been famous beyond that it just maybe i haven't seen it. i've seen a bunch of kurosawa movies i uh normally we try to watch a movie that neither of us has seen i was seeing this movie for the third or fourth time so i cheated but i don't know i, I wanted to watch something like this i kind of wanted to show dubs uh filmstruck and see what he thought about just the service i wanted to watch something like we watched uh, like a, a silent German expressionist movie. I wanted to, to do something weird like that again. Something out of this century. Something maybe black and white. Something subtitled. So I chose this. Which isn't Kurosawa's best movie. So if you ended up liking it, there's somewhere to go with it. And if you ended up hating it, then it's like, oh, well, there's better ones. Mm-hmm. I, this was filmed in Japan, obviously, right? Yeah. Okay, so... No, it was it was filmed on the moon. <laughs> Some scenes actually did look like the moon, though. Yeah, I guess the the terrain outside of of the castle. Yeah, I, you're gonna have to explain this movie to me because I did understand understand certain scenes, but then mm-hmm. other scenes I was kind of like, "What is going on here?" Yeah, like I said, I saw I've seen it more than once, and I think there was a couple times I was like, "Oh, I get it now. That's the other guy." I guess right. Because I always get confused about who the great lord was at first. Like, I know it's the guy with the, the lopsided hat, like the extra moon deal. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I lose him in the in in the transition. But this time I got it. Yeah. Is there any, like, history with this director? Did it, like... Because when we were doing Dr. Caligari, we were talking about how, like... Um, German directors, when they were fleeing Germany, they would talk about you know, the fascism that was happening in the films and stuff. Oh, asking me if there's any history with Kurosawa is really opening a can of worms because there's a ton of it. You know, like, he's a super interesting guy, and he's the best Japanese director that ever lived. I think many people would agree. I mean, some wouldn't, but they're wrong. Uh, he started making movies during the Second World War. He made four of them while the war was going on. And they all had like a pro Japanese theme, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then he continued making movies until when was his last movie? God damn it, nineteen ninety, eighty nine. I don't know, but he he had many movies. 
And, uh, like, he had several movies that if any other director had made them, it would have been the best movie they'd made in their entire career. But he made, like, five, six, seven masterpieces. The guy made Seven Samurai, which might be a movie you've heard of. He made Yojimbo, which is the movie that Fistful of Dollars is based off of, and its sequel, Sanjuro. He made uh, Ikiru, which is one of the most heartbreakingly great movies I've ever seen. Uh, Rashomon, which is like, it's based on a story, but the movie popularized the story, and it's like the same story from different, it, it's like a, it's not a court hearing but it's it's like people are like okay this guy got murdered what happened and different people tell the same story but it's slightly different each time someone tells it that was Rashomon and uh he made Hidden Fortress which famously uh George Lucas kind of purloined the idea of R2 and C3PO from there's two characters in it and it's telling the story instead of it's about like how great these one people are it's told like from the bottom up like it's about two characters who are like poor and they're just trying to get out of the way of this battle and then they happen upon the sp- the real story um he made oh he made a ton of stuff he's great uh he he made a, a movie in russia at some point and um, <laughs> Damn. uh he he tried to commit suicide at one point um I don't know, he's really interesting. Super interesting guy, and I've already spoke too much about him, but he's he's I mean, so many of his movies are great. Even even his meh movies are just some of the best I've seen. Mm. Just because his greats are such hard hitting greats. Yeah, what's great about Th- Throne of Blood is it, it started off with two guys and then it just focused on one guy and like the terror that was happening while these prophecy prophecies that were being revealed throughout the the movie were just like getting to him like big time yeah for the benefit of viewers um if you didn't know throne of blood is macbeth like it's shakespeare's macbeth it's a re japanese retelling of it like it transposes macbeth to take place in feudal japan like the warring states period and it's Lord against Lord and all these different castles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it like it confused me because they kept on going like, "Well, Fort One is uh, they're being besieged, and you know this this fort is surrendering." And I'm like, "Is there a battle? Is this like one big kingdom? Is the kingdom having like a civil war going on?" It's like a territory. From what I gather, there is Spider's Web Castle. And then there's the five fortresses, which I guess the first fortress is the most prestigious all the way down to five. And then there's the north garrison. And they never talk about there being like a south garrison or an east or a west. But I guess there is. I don't mm-hmm. And that's what I get. Like it's a territory and uh, for one lord and the lord rules from Spider's Nest Castle, which is within Spider's Nest Force Forest. Yeah, and before we get into more of this movie, that we are we usually do go into spoiler territory. So if you haven't watched the movie, uh, stop the podcast right here. Go to filmstruck.com and uh, get a subscription and do Throne of Blood. And then they come- have uh, they have trials too. I recommend trying a trial. Make sure it's for you. Also, you know it's it's like a free week or two before you start paying for it. But Filmstruck's a great service for the most part. They have some huge glaring flaws, but maybe we'll talk about that later, or maybe we don't have to. 
It, we could. Um, but Andy, these two guys, they go into the forest, and it looks like the, were they like in were they trapped in the forest by that spirit? I wondered that too. Like it seems like they would know their way through the forest traditionally, mm-hmm. and they were just trying to get to the castle because the Lord wanted to congratulate them. Because they basically, like, there's there's an attack at the beginning of the movie, and things are going poorly. But due to the 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 skills and the heroism of these two guys, the the tide is turned and they win the fight. And so the Lord says, "I'll bring these guys here. I want to." tell them how great they are and then he ends up promoting them which is kind of it's a plot point um i think yeah they must have got lost and then like he fires his arrow into the air at that one point and you hear the spirit laugh so Mm -hmm. i think it was like a uh it was like influencing the way they were trying to get through the forest or maybe they were legit lost i don't know or maybe judging by how like uh i don't know his name he's pretty much the uh lord of the north castle um but uh he seems crazy in a way and maybe no then the other guy would have to be crazy too because they both saw the spirit so never mind (laughs) (laughs) my theory is out the window i'm like oh maybe they just i i think the story relies on yeah they really do see spirits in in Macbeth, it's the three witches right mm-hmm. is it witches in Macbeth? they see three witches but in throne of blood they see just one spirit instead because it's a more of a japanese thing that's something else you could get into but it's based on like some japanese folklore where there's two monks in the woods and they saw uh, a, a, some old person working a spinning wheel like that that fabric thing yeah and then it turns out to be an onibaba which is like a, a, a japanese spirit a demon and it's evil yeah so that's that's why they that's why they use that thing instead of the three sisters with the cauldron and all that shit yeah in the beginning i was like oh maybe this is just a really old japanese lady and she's just there for some reason and then out of nowhere like she tells the guy oh you're gonna be promoted to the north castle and you're gonna be uh promoted to the first fort and they kind of laugh at her and all that stuff they're like huh me be leader who would do that and i this is when i knew she was a spirit and she's like you humans and i'm like oh here we go (laughs) she's actually a spirit i mean they were they were talking about there's an evil spirit in these woods at first because there's like that laugh when he fires the arrow into the air and there's a lightning crash Mm -hmm. but again like my my initial reaction is like oh you know a lot of people think about spirits and gods and all that stuff so yeah maybe but yeah it was interesting like on how she was telling her uh them what stuff is going to happen now the question is i don't know i don't know how to word this but it was i, th- it- I think i know what you're going to say it's it's basically what macbeth is too but run of blood it's would they have done the things that they did if the spirit hadn't told them it was going to happen mm-hmm. pretty much yeah because uh the one guy was real paranoid the other guy did yeah he knew about the stuff but he didn't like freak out like the other guy not to me at least 
I don't know. Did, did you feel the other guy was freaked out? I mean, he was surprised when he got the sword, the, the katana, and he's like, hey, you're now the leader of the first horde. He kind of gave that double take to the guy. <laughs> he's like, what? Yeah, they're, they're both flabbergasted. It kind of makes sense, though, because the positions were obviously clear because the, the guys come in. One of them had betrayed the Lord, and the other one fell in battle or something like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it makes sense because now these guys are heroes, and he says, oh, I'm going to promote you but it's the other stuff that the spirit adds that that is creepy because she says um that uh your luck will turn washizu will become leader of the north garrison and then later the great lord and then she says that uh what's the other guy's name miki his son will become the great lord and that then he'll father a dynasty but he himself will he'll only become leader of the the first fortress. That's, an- so that's another that's another confusing part. part. Comes true. Yeah. The the, the the part where the because she tells him your luck is gonna slowly like turn, mm. and he's like he's like oh how and that's when she explained about the sun and everything. My question to you, because this is the confusing part, the sun killed the father and why did I miss something in between that? No, Washizu sent an assassin to kill them both when they were on their way to that that thing. Remember, the guy comes in with the he's got a head in that cloth, but he's he's starting to to reveal the head, and he tells him not to, and then he kills the assassin. Oh, okay, so that was the guy. Yeah, yeah, that was that was Minky's head, and uh, his son gets away and goes to the north and joins up with whatever the guy's name is. The 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 lord of the north the same place where um he lets the other lord and the prince get away they go there as well and then they come back leading well i'm jumping to the end here but i mean the in between it was just a lot of tension because it was like everything that the prophecy was saying was coming true and they they kind of played along with it they're like this is what she told us was going to happen let's make sure it happens and that's the part where I'm just like, well, if they didn't know this, do you think this would have happened? And we yeah, would never it, know. That's that's what you're supposed to wonder. Like, and it's it's so frustrating to watch because his wife is so evil and like pushing him into doing it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he wants peace. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to kill the great lord. He likes the guy. Doesn't want to kill Miki. They're childhood friends. That's where power comes in. It's like power in any form of government and civilization is when people see it in front of them and they know they can get it that's where greed comes in and she was pushing him especially when they who did they assassinate by the way but not the uh the other guy not the second guy but before that where she comes out and she's like murderer with the great lord yeah, she, they killed the Great Lord, right? That's how he yeah. moved up in ranks. That's how he. That's how he gets to go back, and he more or less takes control of it. Because when he comes back, Minky's like, "Well, you're the only one who can do this," so I guess that's probably what's going to happen. But even he's he, it's it, it's implied that Minky knows what he did. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, you could tell his craziness of the prophecies that were happening was slowly making him out of control because he was starting to see like ghost of the uh, Mickey and all that. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, Washington loses his damn mind. Yeah. Is there anything in between that we should discuss about this? Because I'm trying to think. Um, I, I mean, the end is the most exciting part of the movie. It's like where all the themes come to a head. It's where all the cool stunts are. Uh, but I mean, I, I guess again, if there's people following along, but they're not really interested in seeing the movie. Um, yeah. Uh, the great Lord is out hunting and then he comes to the Northern fortress. He says, no, I'm actually amassing my forces. We're going to attack this guy to the North and Washizu's wife tells him oh you should kill him so that the rest of this prophecy can come to pass and then you'll take power and then you'll rule this whole area and he doesn't want to and she says oh you should you're a bitch oh my gosh you're such a whiner i wish you had you know she's she doesn't say that exactly but um she more or less talks him into it and he kills the great lord and then they frame some guard but again a lot of people kind of understand it's implied that a lot of people think he did it. Specifically, that one lord, the guy whose name started with an N. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but whatever. That guy, <laughs> the prince, and um, so there's like a, a bit of a fight over it, and then he goes back to Spider's Web Castle and ends up in charge, not least of all because Mickey helps. And um, <clears throat> then he's saying he wants to name Mickey's son his successor not only because it's part of the prophecy but because he and his wife are barren <clears throat> but then she says oh i'm actually pregnant so he starts thinking twice about it and that's what leads up to he's having that banquet and um mickey's horse is going crazy do you remember that scene like the yeah, horse is out yeah. of its mind and they're like what's wrong with this horse this is a bad omen i guess it's a bad omen if your horse is being crazy that you shouldn't travel or something i'm sure it's like an old japanese thing but that we don't get Mm-hmm. And uh, when they're on the way to that banquet, an assassin tries to kill them both, but he injures Mickey's son, but kills Mickey. And, you know, that's why he has that that cloth because his head is in it. It's it's implied. And now was he covering up his tracks by killing that assassin? So it made it. Yeah. Look- okay. I think so. I think he he's like, well, I gotta kill this assassin now. Also, the assassin failed to kill the son, so it's like he's angry that he failed to kill his son. He's angry at himself for killing his childhood friend, obviously. Um, he's got to cover up his tracks. And also, he's just out of, he's, he's more and more out of his mind at that point. Because that, that's the end of the scene where he sees the ghost sitting there. And he starts acting all crazy. He starts acting all Mifune, chewed the scenery, which mm-hmm. is why everyone loves him. And then, and then after that, like, they show, like, the people in that castle being like, we haven't seen any captains from the other... Uh, uh, kingdoms in a while uh yeah. because how crazy you know what whatever his name is ha- has been doing <laughs> especially yeah, after that Wash- episode yeah. yeah yeah he's he acts he acts crazy and people are are kind of hesitant to to you know hang out with him i guess yeah. i mean i i would too after you know seeing yeah, him guys out of his goddamn mind i wouldn't want to hang out with him <laughs> Fucking... And, and at the end, it's revealed that they all pretty much knew that he killed the great lord. Like when he's on the wall, he's like, uh, it's it's treason to kill a great lord. And the guy says, and who killed our last great lord? And then the guy fires the arrow at him. Yeah. And before that happens, by the way, before the whole, that, arrow, that amazing arrow scene, uh, yeah. he goes back to the forest to find the evil spirit. 
And he's like, he's like, well, well, first they get invaded from the north. The guy that sheltered Mickey's son, the prince, and that other lord, they invade, and of course they're being led by those people, so they know the terrain and they know how to get through spiders' web forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, he loses one, two, three, four, five, all five fortresses, and they're basically just them and the castle. And then he's worried, but then he rides his horse into the the forest. Yeah, and then. Yeah. She was like the the evil spirits. Like you, you won't lose a battle because unless the forest moves. And that, me, I was like, unless the forest moves, what does that mean? Yeah, it's supposed to sound absurd. It's like unless the very trees of spiders web spiders web forest rise against you, you will not lose this battle. And he's like, well, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. And then he kept on looking out the window, and it kind of looked like the forest was moving. I guess that was, like, representing his anxiety, maybe? Um, I don't know. He sees the 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 force come out of the forest, and they start setting up for a siege. They're just going to lay siege to the castle. And mm-hmm. he tells all of his troops, which later ends up being a very bad idea, but he tells them all, um, at the end of that one battle, we were in the forest... And the spirit told me that I would become leader of the North Garrison and then leader of this castle. And as you can see, that came true. Well, I went back and talked to the spirit again, and she said, unless the very trees of the forest rise against us, we're going to win this battle too. So trees can't move, can they? And everyone laughs. Oh, of course they can't. That's ridiculous. Mm. He says, so we're going to win this battle. No big deal. Don't worry about it. And then, you know, obviously the armies are getting bigger and surrounding them. And I, I guess this is where the, the his own soldiers is like, we're fucked. So, you know, that's when they ask, you know, about who killed the last lord. And then they start. Um, and also his wife has a miscarriage. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, and also there's that scene. I love that scene where they're all sitting around and he, they're like kind of like, oh, ha ha, we're going to win. Ha ha. And then all those birds fly in. That scene is so cool. Mm hmm. I mean, there was a lot of bad omen, like the crows, uh, the horse. Like, you could tell shit was going to happen to this guy. Like, yeah. even if he didn't watch this movie before, like, you knew shit was going to go down. Oh, yeah. And uh, also, going back a little again, when he was talking to his evil wife, she's like, you hear that crow? She says the throne is that the throne is yours. And it's kind of like messing with his fucking head. With all yeah, these... yeah, she's she's evil. Yeah, and it was annoying. Like I... he's out of his mind, but she's actually sinister. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why I kind of forgot about her miscarriage because I just didn't care for her. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it kind of sucks for him, I guess, but it yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sacrifices because he was trying to make. I see what he's trying to do. Like either way, that's um, Mickey's son was going to be. Uh, leader of something and he was trying to change i guess uh the future which you know in like time travel stuff you can't really change time because it's going to make up for itself yeah for some reason he thought oh this is all going to come true for me but i'm going to make sure this stuff about mickey doesn't come true which is foolish i mean again we we kind of knew being the viewers that it would happen but his wife talks about how she didn't um he he didn't become the lord of this castle just so that someone else's kid can sit on the throne after he dies. And he's like, well, we're barren anyway. What's the big damn deal? And then she says, well, I'm pregnant finally. And then he 
he starts having second thoughts then. He says, oh, my son could sit on the throne. I could have the dynasty. Yeah. And uh, that's when shit starts to happen. Oh, yeah. Then then things go from bad to the absolute worst. Yeah. But uh, I guess we'll we'll wrap up the the, the synopsis because we, we've been dancing around what happens at the very end of the movie is he's still in the castle. Um, a bunch of birds fly in and everyone's like, this is a bad omen. He's like, uh, no, this is a good omen. <laughs> but I mean, he believes it because he's out of his mind. Mm-hmm. And then his wife has the miscarriage. And of course, he's devastated by that. And then um, like in the night, they can hear the army doing something out there like they have no torches. They're all doing something construction wise. And you think, oh, they're making siege weaponry or something. The next day, the forest starts moving toward the castle, like in the in the mist, like the trees are moving around and stuff. And and everyone panics because they're oh my god the trees rose up against us it's like that prophecy said it's revealed at the very end that they cut down the trees and they were using them as cover to advance like Uh. they (laughs) raped them over carts and stuff and they were under them so that arrows wouldn't hit them but it made it look like spider's web forest had actually started walking toward the castle wow and and uh of course all of his men say oh you said if this happened we were going to lose this fight so i guess fuck you And he starts saying, oh, it's uh, no, get back to your stations, you cowards. Um, And then someone fires an arrow at him (laughs) and he's like, "Uh, God damn it. (laughs) Yeah. And and when I said before the we started the podcast, I was like, it reminded me of that Al Pacino movie, Scarface, uh, where he's at the top of the stairs and he's just getting shot and shit. (laughs) Yeah, but he's not doing any firing back in this movie. Yeah, well. He's running away like a coward. Yeah. And all of those arrows are real. Well, except for one, which is pretty obvious. But all the arrows that get shot at Toshiro Mifune in that movie are legit fired from archers. They're all people got real arrows. You can you can look up some of the pictures of them filming that scene. They're like on scaffolding. So they're not they're not far away from him like the soldiers are in the movie. They're actually only like mm-hmm. 15 to 20 feet away. But he's actually running along that hallway and those archers are actually firing all of those real ass arrows at him and the ones that are hitting him are fired by like super professionals and instead of having an arrowhead they replace the end with like a needle um the guy described it as like the needle that used to be on old record players which i don't have any frame of reference for because i never had an old record player but i guess it has like a a thick fat needle and then they put boards under Mifune's armor, and then they actually hit him with arrows that would stick into those wood planks. Damn. Yeah, so I imagine shooting that scene was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but it, he but, did look fucking terrified, though. So yeah, like, he looks scary. It must work. But yeah, the ones that are hitting the wall, those are all real could-kill-you arrows. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, he must have practiced that scene a lot. <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, there's a there's a cool featurette on the the Blu-ray which I own. I've been looking at the booklet. That's where I'm getting the names out of. But uh, there's a featurette where the guy talks about the guy who was the master archer that ran that scene talks about it. And Mifune would always be real scared. Are we going to shoot that scene today? And eventually they finally did it. And the the day after they shot that scene, they all they all drank heavily that night. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Because he was glad to have it over with. He said he had recurring dreams about 21 arrows flying at him, which I guess is the most arrows they fired at any one given time. Mm-hmm. And then and then the, that also has the scene where he says, oh, 
uh, traitors, it's high treason to kill a great lord. And one of the one of the higher ups, one of the generals, is like, "When well, who killed the last great lord?" And then some guy hits him in the chest with an arrow. Yeah, and I didn't really pay attention. I should have like after the scene, what was being said while they were showing like kind of like his uh, his gravestone and all that stuff. Um, here lies Spider's Web Castle. Um, this is uh, I'm trying to remember. It's like a song, and it's kind of a shame because I'm sure the song sounds even cooler than Japanese. But it's about um, what's the word? The uh, you know, if you if you if you go after power, then you know great men fall and something like that. I'm sure I'm misquoting the fuck out of it, but. Something like that. It, 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 it's the, the framing mechanism is that here once stood Spider's Web Castle. This this story took place a long time ago, which seems unnecessary. It clearly took place a long time ago. But yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I like this film. Um, yeah, it was like Mac Macbeth and uh, everything, but I do like some Japanese films. And it, there were some scenes where I was like, it's kind of too long a little bit i didn't really fast forward but i kind of got what they were going with it kind of mm. make it a little bit more dramatic sometimes you just gotta like enjoy what's happening in a scene sometimes they're trying to convey something to you without there necessarily being stuff going on like when he kills the great lord you don't see it happen you just see his wife like freaking out in this room that's covered in blood that they can't wash away mm -hmm. and oh wait you know the part the second time when she's washing her hands was he imagining that or was that actually her freaking out i think that was her freaking out i think like losing her kid kind of drove her over the edge because mm -hmm. I, I think she was it, it, it's implied like you don't see it but i think it's implied that the whole killing the great lord started affecting her too yeah, because I think at that very moment when the she lost her kid, it's like, oh shit, the prophecy was actually right, and this could be the end of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Like, there's that too. Like, the enemy's at the gates. Uh, Mickey's son is with him, and apparently he's the guy who's going to rule this castle afterwards. So, uh, yeah, double mm. fucked. Yeah, I, I I actually recommend this film, Andy. I don't know. It sounds like you recommend it too. <laughs> oh yeah, I recommend this movie heartily. Like I love this movie. And again, if you like this movie, this is not Kurosawa's best movie. There there are so many other great. You should watch your Jimbo. You should watch Seven Samurai. You should watch uh, High and Low. Holy shit, that movie's great. But <laughs> whatever. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to digress here because this is this is like one of my favorite directors. I'm I'm excited to share him not just with you, but hopefully someone else will be motivated to watch some more of his stuff. It's a shame there used to be a ton of it on Hulu, but uh, Criterion cast in with Filmstruck, which is a, a great service, but kind of niche. You know, I, I don't see everyone getting Filmstruck, but it's great for people like me who like to be hoity-toity fancy assholes about movies. <laughs> And uh, if you have any comments or uh, questions about the movie, please comment on the Podbean app or Leave a comment on this web zone. Yeah, or on YouTube. And then, you know, we'll, we'd love to, you know, give feedback too on all your feedback. <laughs> yeah, at me, bro. Yeah. 
Uh, next week's uh, movie is going to be on Netflix, and it's going to be the Cloverfield, Cloverfield uh, Can't Speak Today Paradox. Hey, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane is on Netflix too, right? Yeah. Do I need to watch that to watch this? Um, it's going to be part Should of I? my, it's going to be part of my theories. So I would say, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. It's a good movie though, right? Like I heard, I heard it reviewed. Okay. And, and Goodman's in it. I like him. Yeah. To me as a Cloverfield person, like I was going into that movie thinking that they were going to talk about more about Cloverfield, but they didn't, they gave a little hints into the universe kind of deal mm. but overall it's a good film because of john goodman so okay i'm gonna try to watch them both before the next episode yeah but uh cloverfield paradox uh this is another movie that i already watched but i kind of want andy to watch and we could have a discussion about all three films that was part of why i chose throne of blood because he said oh i'm thinking about choosing this even though i already watched it i was like well, well all right then we're gonna watch something else yeah and uh yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, we'll talk about that next week because I had, do have a lot to talk about in the Cloverfield universe. You better hold it in. Yep. Uh, moving on to news that matter to us, I have two short news. It's not a thing that we're going to be dwelling uh, uh, a lot about. Uh, first news is uh, James Hetfield, the front man of uh, Metallica, will be cast as the cop who caught Ted Bundy. What? Why? Um, I haven't heard this. I'm I'm hearing this for the first time. James Hetfield, a uh, huge asshole. Not as much of an asshole as Lars is, at least. But yeah, uh, why? He's not an actor. Um, apparently, um, the director of this film. This is what he quoted: "Having spent hundreds of hours behind the scenes with James and the rest of Metallica, I've experienced his charisma and powerful presence. presence. Close up." <laughs> So I'm like, I guess he liked his personality, and he's like, you we're know friends, what? and I'm giving my friend a role in my movie. That's what I just read. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much the fucking article. <laughs> Is he likes him because of his personality, and he's a friend with them, so he's gonna be in the film. Uh, what I also read in this is that, hey, if you're a Metallica fan and you like James Hetfield, well, he's gonna be in this film, so go see our movie. And that's all I got to say about it. <laughs> if you're a Metallica fan, you're probably pretty disillusioned nowadays. <laughs> I'm not really into like uh, that type is of it, music. Is it a small role or is it like a starring role? It sounds like a starring role because it says he will star opposite Zac Efron. Is Zac Efron going to be Ted Bundy? I don't know. That's weird weird uh what's the name of it extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile is that the name of the movie <laughs> i guess that's a long that's a mouthful man yep anyway moving yeah. on to uh another... yeah zach efron is ted bundy <laughs> <laughs> okay all right i mean movies about killers are usually interesting i loved uh mind hunter series kicked ass yeah it did oh man i can't wait for season two yeah um some dumb news. Uh, we always talk about this every episode. Is that remakes upon remake, remakes upon remakes? Uh, Paddington. Are they making Willy Wonka, or are they going to make one of the sequels? I think Sorry, it's another I, remake. I completely on your delivery. This is a very professional outfit. We uh, we're very serious about this. Sorry, go on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paddington director and talks for the new Willy Wonka movie. And the way I read it, sounds like it's another remake. Bummer. Well, the last one sucked, so 
But I mean, the first one was like so great. Why? It'd be don't like mess saying, with "Oh, it. I, I want to remake the Wizard of Oz," and then someone looks at you and says, "Fucking why?" Well, they had that. They had that prequel of uh, about Wizard of Oz, which was okay. Yeah, but, but it, it's like. I mean, I'm not saying Willy Wonka is as good as Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz is like one of the best movies ever made, blah, 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 all that, you know, jerking off stuff. But I mean, um, you're never going to top Gene Wilder. Factory, that, that movie, or no, Willy, uh, Willy Wonka, which one's which? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You didn't have to remake that movie. It was already great. And people are like, oh, they're going to make it more dark like the book. Huh? Why? Why does everything have to be fucking dark now? Because of fucking Dark Knight. And it's like, why? Who cares? But here's my thing. You're never going to top Gene Wilder. He's always going to be the best. Yeah. I, I don't absolutely. care what anybody says. Johnny Depp was freaky. Like, when I watched that film, I was like, what is happening here? I understand that they're going for the theme of this, like, wacky chocolate factory. But Johnny uh, Johnny Depp looked, like, weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Johnny Depp's good in the right role. Like, uh, I don't know, Dead Man. Is <laughs> there's a hundred other things I could have said, but but well, I mean, yeah, Johnny Johnny Depp's great, but that was I don't know I, that seemed like a mismatch. And yeah, how are you going to outdo Wilder's performance in that role? You're not. I don't know who they're going to cast to do it this time. They could probably get fucking Daniel Day Lewis to do it, and it wouldn't be as good as Gene Wilder did. Or uh, the way you know politics are happening and everything these days, I wouldn't be surprised to have like a a Wanda Wonka or something like a female Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. I'm tired of like, get your politics out of my stuff. Stum as shit. They want to make money. I don't, I don't think movie theaters are doing it to make a, make a point. I think they're doing it because it gets them attention and money. Yeah. But then you lose the other people that are just sick of it <laughs> because they want to boycott it. Yeah, I think I think they're finally starting to get the point. I think Ghostbusters fell on its face hard enough that everyone was like, "Oh, the movie has to be good." Yeah. Right. Like shit. Like going back to that, I don't really care that it was an all-female cast as That's long fine. as it was done right. Yeah, if the movie was funny, I'd like it. It wasn't funny, I hate it. Mhm. And if it was like a sequel of like, "Hey, you know, I'm Vecman's daughter and stuff and like they somehow connected it or maybe they just hired females." They're like, hey, you know, we're getting old. Uh, it's time for you ladies to take over our business and, and do it. Like, I would have been happy with that. But it's kind of like... Everyone who's attached to the movie famously said that they don't want to do a Passing the Torch movie, blah, 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 blah. And so then everyone else says, then why make this movie at all? Why not just make your own original movie? Mm-hmm. It's... it's... We always talk about this every every yeah, episode that we've done. Old ground. While you're well, as long as you're retreading old ground, you want to talk about fucking loot boxes again? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I don't though. Seriously, I, so let's avoid that topic. Yeah. yeah. And on that note, I think we're gonna end it here because I have nothing else to talk about. Um, no gaming news besides Nintendo that I talked about earlier before. Yeah, and yeah, Nintendo's doing stuff. And Friday's so Black Panther. Is out yet? Should be soon. I pre-ordered it. It should be. I thought it was Tuesday. Today. I hope so. Wait, today? Yeah, is I it today? I got email today. I don't know. But uh, let's let, let's end the episode here since we're almost out of time. Uh, thanks for listening to episode twenty-eight of Big Trouble Little Podcast. Remember to 
uh, follow us on Podbean, which is B T I L P dot Podbean dot com. We also have a Twitter that I didn't mention before. Uh, it's B T I L Pod. That's Twitter. And obviously, you're on Twitch right now, which is New Dubs Order. And also, I mean, if you're listening to this later, you aren't. But if you're listening to us this second, you are. Yeah. And we are also. At at me, bro. Uh, Follow us on all the stuff. And that's pretty much it. Just follow us. Listen to this. Circulate the tapes, which is an MST3K joke. I hope you get it. And we're also on iTunes, and apparently we're popular on there. I mean, popular by meaning the last episode, our popularity bar is full. So it went up. We're doing it. And remember, like we said before, comment to us, add us, bro. I'm serious. Recommend some movies. Yeah. But don't don't get on here being all like, "Haha, what Zardoz?" Lol. <laughs> I own Zardoz on Blu-ray, by the way. So that wouldn't be that funny. Yeah, and, and don't say, like, some stupid gaming thing. Be like, play Battletoads. Kind of like that game, okay? Idiots. <laughs> Later, guys. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye.